musicians could continue to play that softly today. When you don't like the lyrics to the song, you just change them. That's the way we learned it growing up. Stand with me all over this house today as we turn to the word of the Lord. Amen. How many is thankful to be in the house of God today? Amen. I'm so thankful to be in the house of God today. I'm so thankful for this church body that the Lord has blessed us with. I cannot express the encouragement I feel in my soul, Sister Wanda, when I walk through these doors. And I see all of these wonderful people. All of these wonderful people, amen, who come here to worship God and in spirit and in truth. Amen. Our junior church may be dismissed today. Our junior church may be dismissed. Um, but I'm so encouraged today to, to come together with this local church body. Amen. And to feel the presence of the Lord. Man, I'm telling you, there's nothing like standing in the presence of the King. (laughs) There's nothing like being embraced by Him. There's nothing like being assured by Him. Amen. To know that our tomorrow is in His hands. Our family, our provision is in his hands today. Stand with me all over this house as we turn to the word of the Lord. Amen. I want to turn your attention today to the book of Hosea. Something you don't hear preached a lot today, this passage of scripture. But I got something burning in my soul that I want to share with this body. I guess you could call it... Uh, a number two from this morning, I guess. The book of Hosea, the 14th chapter. I want to read today, verse 4 through 7. Hosea, the 14th chapter. I'm going to read verse 14 through 7. I'm going to turn very quickly to the Song of Solomon. The second chapter will be reading verse 1 and 2. Two quick passages of Scripture, the book of Hosea. If you're there, shout out yes. Amen. Hosea 14, verse 4. Prophetically, the Lord is speaking through the prophet. And he says these words, I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely. And mine anger is turned away from him. I will be as the dew unto Israel, and he shall grow as the lily, and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. His branches shall spread, and his beauty shall be as the olive tree, and his smell as Lebanon. They that dwell under his shadow shall return. They that they shall revive as corn and grow as the vine, and the scent thereof shall be as the wine of Lebanon. One more verse of scripture, the book Song of Solomon, the second chapter, verse one. 
He said, I am the rose of Sharon. And I am the lily of the valley. And as the lily among the thorns, so is my love. That's not talking about love in terms of a verb. It's talking about love, my love, as in in the terms of his bride. As As I, the lily, as I am the lily among the thorns, so is my bride among the daughters today. It has been said that every flower has to grow through the dirt. How many know that? You can't have flowers without dirt. Every flower has to grow through the dirt. Dirt is essential to the growth of the flower. Gloomy, stormy, cloudy skies that pour down water from the heavens upon the flower are also essential to the growth of the flower. And every flower can only reach its bloom if it endures the dirt and if it endures the storms which beat down upon it. For the next few moments, I want to preach to this body the gloom before the bloom. That's pretty catchy. The gloom before the bloom. Amen. Before you're seated today, let's lift up a praise unto the Lord. You're thankful for his presence in this place. If he's been good to your family, if all your needs are met, come on, if you're healthy in your body, if God has blessed you, I want you to lift up a praise unto the king today. Oh, let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord today. Hallelujah. Oh, the gloom, the gloom before the bloom today. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord today. I want to speak to you today on this topic the Lord has placed in my spirit, the gloom before the bloom. This morning we had a wonderful Sunday school session. Uh, I, I felt the presence of the Lord so strongly. I, I feel an all-out attack, Brother Paul, upon this church. I sense uh, the pain and the suffering of this body. I, I realize that the enemy's working overtime today to destroy what God is attempting to do in these last days. Amen. And I'm thankful today uh, that the Lord still speaks to us. And the Lord still works with us. Even though we're going through so many things, and even though we have to face and deal with so many things, amen, the Lord still speaks to us. And I come to tell this body today, don't be distracted by a certain season. Sometimes you got to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. Most of the time when we think about patience, we think, of patience in the context 
of being patient with another person. So-and-so is trying my patience. I tell my wife that sometimes. She laughs at me when I say that. You're trying my patience. Most of the time when we think of patience, we think of it in that context that we are being patient with another person. But can I tell you that the Bible has much to say about us being patient ourselves. Amen. And us developing patience, the book of Proverbs teaches us that he that is slow to wrath, in other words, he that is patient, he that is slow to wrath is of great understanding. But he that is hasty in his spirit or is impatient, he that is hasty in his spirit or impatient exalteth folly. Being patient is not just about being patient with other people. It's about you. It's about understanding. It's about you getting understanding. That's what being patient is about. The Bible says that wisdom is a principal thing. And in all that getting, get understanding. Can I tell you today, patience is about understanding. And developing understanding through patience will help you make the right decisions when you face life's frustrating situations. How many know we have more than enough of life's frustrating situations? Come on, how many know we face more than we want to face? And life has a way of dealing with us, and life has a way of giving us situations that we consider to be unfair. And sometimes it's our human nature that we get fixated on what God is doing in other people's lives. Instead of concentrating on what God is doing in our life. Come on. How many, how many of you have ever looked around? I, I, I told my sister a little while ago, I said, man, I tell you, um, I look at you and I, and I just am amazed at what God is doing in your family. Sometimes we become fixated on what God is doing in other people's lives and we quit concentrating on what God is trying to do in our life. Amen. We, we quit concentrating on what God is trying to do in our lives. And listen, it's okay to look around and it's okay to see what other people are going through and, uh, it's okay to, to, to be thankful for what God is doing in other people's lives and, uh, but we need to be fixated on what God is doing in our life. We need to concentrate on what God is wanting from us and what God is, is trying to accomplish in our lives. Listen, your journey is never going to look like anybody else's. Huh? I told somebody last week, I said, man, you look around this church and you see all of these different people. They're all at different stages and different processes and different places in their walk with God. Your walk with God, your journey is never going to look like somebody else's. 
Everybody's journey is unique. The pattern is the same. You must repent. You must be baptized. You must be filled with the Spirit of God like the, like the Bible says. But your journey will never look like anybody else's. And the truth is, you may have to go through a little more gloom to get to your bloom than your neighbor did. You say, well, that's not fair, Pastor John. No, it might not be fair, but what God says is what God says. And sometimes you might have to go through a little more gloom than your neighbor does to get to your bloom because every flower is different, right? Every flower is different. The Bible has much to say about uh, man being as a flower and flesh being as a flower and Every flower is different, and some flowers require a little more sunshine. Some flowers require a little more water. Some flowers can continue to grow in the heat, and some of them need more shade. Every flower is different. Church, it's okay to look at your neighbor. It's okay to pray for your neighbor and thank God for how he's blessing your neighbor, but your journey is going to be different from your neighbor's. And you've got to concentrate on what God is trying to do in your life and not in what he's doing in everybody else's life. This is exactly what Paul was talking about when he said, work out your own soul salvation with fear and with trembling. For it is God who is working in you to accomplish his will. Come on, it is God who is working in you to accomplish his will and to do his good pleasure. Every flower is different. Listen, you got to go through the gloom sometimes to get to the bloom. So you do all things, the Bible says, without murmurings, that you may be blameless, that you may be harmless as the children of God Almighty without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and a perverse nation. Come on, can I tell you today, God wants his church to stay the church. Come on. You can rub shoulders with your neighbor. You can rub shoulders with the world. You can cling to Calvary and try to pull people out of the world. But God wants the church to stay the church today. Hallelujah. Come on. He wants the church to stay the church even when you're going through the gloom. Come on. Can I preach to you for just a moment today? He wants the church to stay the church even when they're going through the gloom today. Even when you're hurting, even when you're suffering, even when you're struggling, even when people have disappointed you, even when life has not been fair to you, God still wants the church to be the church. Even when life is not fair to you. And the Bible says, if we will do these things, we will shine as lights in a dark world, holding forth the words of life. We will rejoice in the day of Christ. Come on, we will rejoice in the day of Christ. Church, we'll shout from the mountaintops. I I have not run this race in vain. I have not labored 
in vain. Come on, somebody. I have not suffered in vain. No, sir. No, ma'am. I was just getting through my gloom so I could get to my bloom today. Can I tell you today, you're different than everybody else and what God sends you through. He knows you need it. The Lord, we ought to thank God for the gloom because it just means the bloom is coming. Praise God. The gloom means the bloom is on its way today. Praise God. Amen. I was just getting through my gloom so I could get to my bloom. Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. Henceforth is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me in that day. And not to me only, but to all them that love his appearing. Come on. How many know sometimes we just got to go through the gloom to get to our bloom? Huh? We just got to go through the gloom to get to our bloom. And I, listen, I, I said it this morning. I know this ain't popular. Uh, and, I, and I know people don't want to hear you're going to go through some stuff. But listen, if you hang around the church long enough, you're going to realize that everything's not going to be the way you want it to be all the time. No, sir, no, ma'am, because God's ways are higher than our ways are. God knows better than what we do. God knows exactly what we need when we think we know what we need. God knows when we need to go through the gloom to get to our bloom. The truth is you can't have a blooming flower without some water. And you can't have water without some storm clouds. Huh? Nobody wants the gloom. You ever heard anybody say, man, this rain is depressing? Huh? You know, I try to stop saying that. I was, we was out the other day and it started raining and this guy says, man, thank God for this rain. We needed this rain so bad. And I started thinking about my yard at the house. I hadn't cut it in three weeks. And I said, yeah, Lord, thank you for this rain. Huh? Let me tell you something. Don't let those words come out of your mouth. This rain is depressing. God knows what you need. Don't Listen, don't let your spirit man say, oh man, this rain is depressing. This season is depressing. I don't like what I'm going through right now. No, what you need to say, child of God, is you need to understand you're never going to get to your bloom unless you first endure your gloom. God knows exactly what he's doing today. Praise the Lord. God knows exactly what he's doing today. And the truth of the matter is, sometimes the Lord allows us to go through some stuff. Come on, this morning we talked about Job in our Sunday school class. The truth of the matter is, God knows that sometimes we need to go through some stuff. And the truth of the matter is, when a flower is planted shallowly in the dirt, it's not going to make it. If it ain't planted deep enough where it can get some roots out, when the wind blows, when the rain comes down hard and beats up on that house, great will be the fall of it. Can I tell you today, we got to be established in Christ, and the only way we're ever going to be established in Christ is if we learn to endure the gloom so we can get to our bloom. Come on. 
Church, you can't have rain without a storm cloud. A delay in the physical does not mean that God is not working in the spiritual. And the gloom just means that the bloom is on its way. Praise God. And if you want the sweet waters of Canaan, sometimes you got to go through the bitter waters of Marah. And if you want the blessing, sometimes you got to make it through the trial. And if you want the bloom, sometimes you got to get through the gloom. If you want green grass, you got to accept the rain sometimes. If you want to reign with him, sometimes you got to suffer with him. Everybody wants to reign with him, but nobody wants to suffer with him. But the truth is you can't have the bloom without the gloom. You cannot reign with Christ without suffering with Christ. The Bible says that Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights in preparation for a spiritual battle against the devil. He tried him time and time again, but the Lord was ready. The Lord was ready. And as soon as that battle was over, as soon as that victory was won, the Lord started preaching and started teaching to the lost souls. He started laying hands on the sick and the diseased and watch them be healed. He started speaking out to the dead and watching them raise. He started wiping his spit on the blind eyes and watched them be open. But listen, if God in the flesh, Jesus Christ had to go through the gloom to get to the bloom, what makes us think we don't have to? The Lord had to prepare himself for a spiritual battle against the enemy. He fasted. Nobody likes fasting. Don't, don't, don't you even try that with me. Look, look, don't tell me that you ain't been on fasting Wednesdays in this church. Look, a few weeks ago, I went to McDonald's on fasting Wednesday and I got a sausage McMuffin. I can't tell you the willpower I had to muster up. When Brother Carl said, you realize it's fasting Wednesday. And I said, oh. <laughs> to throw that 99 cent sausage McMuffin in the trash was one of the hardest spiritual battles I ever faced. Huh? If you want to reign with him, you got to suffer with him. If you want to get to the bloom, you got to go through the gloom. If you want the victory, you got to endure the batter. If you want the flower, you got to grow through the dirt. Come on, somebody, I'm telling you, you got to go through the gloom to get to the bloom today. Praise God. Let's give him some hand clap of praise in this place today. Come on, if you ain't one of those people that want it easy today, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. If you're a child of God that says, I'll go where you tell me to go. I'll go through what you tell me to go through. I'll endure to the end, Lord. Just give me my bloom, and I'll go through the gloom today. Hallelujah. you got to be willing to face the things that God places in your life today. You're not ever going to be a blooming flower If you want all sunshine, you're going to be a dead flower. 
you're going to be a dead flower. The Lord fasted 40 days and 40 nights in preparation for his spiritual battle. The Lord himself had to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. You remember how Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane until his sweat became his blood. He had to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. Come on, Esther. Esther had to endure the attacks of Haman to get to the privilege of being the queen. Esther had to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. She had to endure the attacks of Haman. We talk often in this church about Joseph and all the stuff and all the junk and all the betrayal he had to go through. Joseph had to go through all of it to save his family from a famine. He had to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. Daniel was devout in his prayers to God every single day. But the king was tricked into signing a decree that nobody could pray to anybody. Nobody could worship anybody but the king. So they threw Daniel in the lion's den, but the Lord shut the lion's mouth. They drew Daniel up out of that lion's den, and he didn't have a single scratch or a single mark on him. Let me tell you something. The Lord turned his situation around, and he said, you know what? Go get those people that have deceived us and throw them down in that lion's den. And guess what? When they threw those folks down in that lion's den, those lion's mouths were opened. They devoured those men. They devoured those men's wives. They devoured those men's children. Let me tell you something. Daniel won the victory. Daniel was victorious, but he had to go through the gloom before he could get to the bloom. Come on. Daniel had to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. Little David was mocked. Little David was laughed at. Little David was made fun of. When he walked out that day and he said, I'll, I'll kill this uncircumcised Philistine. They said, you're just a boy. You're supposed to be here carrying water and food to the soldiers. You're just a boy. They laughed at David. They scoffed at David. They made fun of David. But let me tell you something. That little boy understood that he needed to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. And that laughing and that scoffing and that making fun of didn't affect him. He said, no, I'll go out and I'll kill this man. And in the end, when he had slew that uncircumcised Philistine, he held up the head of Goliath as a trophy for all the world to see. He said, you don't understand. You don't know who's fighting for me. You don't understand where I'm at. My bloom is on the way. I'm going to be king over Israel. I'm going to kill this one who has defiled the armies of the living God. Let me tell you something. He endured all that mess. He went through all that gloom so he could get to his bloom. But let me tell you something. When David stood there and he, had, uh, he held up the head of that uncircumcised Philistine who he cut off with his own sword, they wasn't laughing then. They wasn't scoffing then. No, 
No, they wasn't laughing then. David was saying, yeah, I went through my gloom, but now I'm enjoying my bloom. Huh? Come on, I told you who was fighting for me. I told you the Lord would fight my battles. You don't understand who's fighting my battles. Church, don't let the gloom keep you from your bloom today. Ruth had to lose her husband, follow her mother-in-law, Naomi, to an unfamiliar land of Bethlehem. Ruth had to glean the corners of a field like a peasant just to have something to eat. Ruth had to lay down at the feet of a stranger so Boaz could redeem her. But you know what? She did it all to get to her blessing. She endured all that gloom so she could get to her bloom. How much do you want your bloom today? How bad do you want your bloom today? Come on, how bad do you want the blessings of God in your life today? Is every little trial going to stop you? Is every little circumstance going to detour you? Is every little ounce of a backbiting saint of God going to keep you from making heaven your home? You better hold on to your bloom, and you better be willing to go through your gloom today. Praise God. Ruth had to go through all of it. Laid down at the feet of a stranger to be redeemed by Boaz. She had to go through the gloom to get to her bloom. Stand with me all over this house today. I'm coming to a close as the musicians come quickly. Every flower is different. Every saint of God is different. Every journey to heaven is different. We all got to go by the same pattern. We all got to, to, to accept the same plan of salvation. But some of us are going to go through different places than other of us are going to. Every flower is different. On the Apostle Paul's first missionary journey, he and Barnabas came to a city called Leicester. And as Paul began preaching in that city, one night while he was preaching, the Lord miraculously healed a man who had never walked before. And as Paul's preaching, he tells the man to rise up and walk. The man stood up. Because of the people witnessing this miraculous healing, They were astonished. They began to worship Paul and Barnabas like they were some types of God. And only only at the uh, direction of Paul did they not make a sacrifice unto Paul and Barnabas. They said, no, no, no. We're just men. We're just preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't you dare make a sacrifice to us. We're nothing without him. He's God and we're just his vessels. We're just preaching the truth. And this is the result of the truth. Let me tell you something. Right there in the midst of that crowd, there were those that were amazed at the healing. And they tried to worship Paul and Barnabas as gods. But there was also some opposing Jewish leaders in that crowd. They started walking around 
convincing people, tell them, no, these men ain't gods. These men are wrong. These men are sowing discord. These men are preaching false doctrine. These men got devils. They persuaded the crowd against Paul and Silas. Or Paul and Barnabas, that was the second missionary journey. Paul and Barnabas, they, they swung the tide of this crowd who was just standing there worshiping him. And before you knew it, they went from worshiping Paul to stoning him. Come on. They went from worshiping him to stoning him. Somehow, the Lord miraculously spared Paul that day. He spared him from that stoning. He went on to finish that missionary journey and he did several more missionary journeys he started many churches and he wrote most of the new testament from the behind the bars of a jail cell he was stranded on the isle of patmos he was bitten by a venomous viper he was beaten he was stoned he was jailed but he went through all of the gloom so he could accomplish the gloom or the bloom Paul knew God was going to use him. Churches existed. People were saved. Missionaries were developed. Come on. Listen, people were saved by the preaching of Paul and Barnabas and Paul and Silas and Barnabas and John Mark. All because they were willing to go through the gloom to get to the bloom. Can I tell you, if God's ever going to use you miraculously, don't think you're ever going to do it without a storm. Don't think you're ever going to do it. Don't think you're ever going to reign with Him if you don't want to suffer with Him. Don't think you're ever going to do it without enduring the, the persecution of somebody laughing at the way you live your life. Don't think you're ever going to do it without somebody making fun of the tongues you speak with. Don't think you're ever going to do it without somebody making fun of the fact you believe that Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. No, sir. No, ma'am. You're never going to get to your bloom. Every flower has to go through the dirt. Every flower has to be rooted deep. Every flower has to be able to withstand the rain and the wind before they're ever going to get to their bloom. You cannot have a bloom without a gloom. Child of God, I speak into your life today. Don't let the storms of life distract you. Don't let the things that want to steal your blessing steal your blessing today. You can make it through what you're going through. With the help of God, you can endure your gloom. Your bloom is on its way. My God. Does anybody receive it today? Does anybody receive the fact that God's getting ready to open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that your cup cannot contain? It's going to run over today. The bloom is on the way. But you've got to endure the gloom today. You got to endure the gloom today. He was shipwrecked, bitten by a viper, stone cast in prison. All because he knew God had a plan for his life. God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for your life. The enemy does not want that plan to come to pass. 
The enemy does not want that plan to come to pass. Church, the fact is, not all gloom comes from the devil. Sometimes the Lord sends rain because rain is what you need. Sometimes the Lord sends a storm cloud because a storm cloud is exactly what you need. God knows what we need today. Church, we got to endure the gloom if we ever want to get to our bloom. If you believe that with me today, I want you to get out of your seat. I want you to walk to the front of this church. I want you to throw your hands toward heaven. And I want you to say, Lord, I'm willing to go wherever you tell me to go. I'm willing to endure whatever you send my way. As long as it's going to get me to my bloom. As long as it's going to make me a beautiful flower in your garden, oh God. I understand I got to endure some stuff. I understand I got to go through some stuff. I understand there's going to be some storms. It's inevitable, the storms of life. They're going to come, but it takes those storms. It takes that rain to get you to your bloom today. It takes that rain to get you to your bloom today as we sing this song. Give me some prayer warriors up here. Come on, let's pray with these precious folks today who want to make it to heaven. Let's pray with these precious folks today that say, I'm willing to go through my gloom. I'm willing to suffer with Christ so I can reign with Christ. I'm willing to go where he tells me to go. I'm willing to do what he tells me to do. I'm willing to go through what he wants me to go through because I want my bloom that bad. How bad do you want your bloom today? How bad do you want your blessing today? As we sing this song, these altars are open. Come on, there's folks up here to pray with today. Let's seek the Lord for these folks today as we sing this song.